Like if if you literally just kind of sat where you were for the whole week and then waited for me to turn I just, on, the yeah, computer. I just sit here. I just make it up all these stuff. My, You're like, oh, uh, I went to the grocery to store. Rig. I went to uh, I went to my job. I have a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't eat. I don't eat food. I barely breathe. <laughs> I just I go into like a stasis mode, and I just. <laughs> you would think you'd read comics. Uh, I read comics a lot when I was a kid, um, and then I just always kept like I liked the aesthetic and like some of the art styles. But like you can't you can't be taken seriously on like a lunch break where you're just like sitting there at a job and you pull out like a great <laughs> novel. Like yeah. no one <laughs> that's just like a giant don't talk to me badge. Big spawn like, comic. Is that the right yeah. reference? And it's like, and like the covers, the covers are always, always like very graphic. Yeah. Like they want to make a bit like a big statement. It's like wearing like a metal shirt in like book form. Yeah. Right. It's just very <laughs> off-putting. I would, I would think, yeah. I think it's off-putting. Yeah. I mean like once you get into it, you're just like, oh, it's just regular stories like everything else just with pictures. Yeah. And like, I don't know. You kind of feel like you're six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know about uh, being a, when, when I was at Home Depot, I'd, uh, I would off put everyone with like my meat diet, back when I was on my meat diet, I'd have pork chops and like just like four or five pork chops in that thing and no vegetables. And like, I bet this back when I was putting lard on the top and like having it like kind of melt and stuff. And I would eat it in front of everyone. And I knew it's, everyone started to yeah, like that's notice. that's disgusting. That sounds yeah. disgusting. And then, sometimes it would be mustard. And then they're like uh, kind of saying like um, uh, people started noticing and... I think they felt like that man just eats nothing but uh, pork chops and it looks like cheese on the top. And I just let them believe it was cheese because that's, that's better than telling them it was lard. And it's not, it's worse. It's way worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but look how skinny, look how skinny. It's getting there. It's getting there. It's, it's weird how it works. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. I did have a blood hemorrhage in my eye. We, we should bring Brad on, but like, uh, I, I, I did have like a, <laughs> I'm just like scooped by this. I did have a blood hemorrhage in my eye. I almost died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, but my pants fit better. <laughs> that's called starving, Kyle. Anyways, I'm okay. Everything's fine. The blood hemorrhage is uh, is doing fine. Uh, I'm stoked to talk with Brad. I'm stoked to have him on the pod. This is uh, it's a big day. Yeah, cause... this is a ruining the joke podcast. Yeah. Welcome, podsters. Welcome, pod pod uh, pod heads and uh, pod beans and. Uh, people, fuck. We got to make this. Yeah, <laughs> we got to make this. Uh, we got to make this intro a little bit better. Okay. How do we do that? Uh, I think simplicity. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to. Why am I putting it on an accent? Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ruining the Joke podcast. Oh, uh, I'm the. Uh, I'm your first host. I'm your wait. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle Caniff. <laughs> this is this is choppy, and my other host, 
all the way from across the city is uh is uh is me i i'm kevin light and i so want to do an accent right now but i'm not gonna <laughs> yeah, yeah scottish i bet you could do a scottish accent uh no no i mean i i used to practice accents as a kid like i would do any accent but like i just can't do them now because i don't sit in front of a mirror and practice yeah yeah i find that wherever i like like that's how you get that's how you get it right yeah well despite all your practicing as soon as i find like you put like a microphone to your mouth everything just falls apart you hear like your i can never do accents on stage unless it's this weird gaelish accent oh yeah okay yeah, yeah. because i imagine um there's a thing that happens when you like you have a voice so you have a thing you have an idea of how your voice sounds yeah and then you see yourself either like on tape or you hear yourself on the phone and you're like oh my god is that how i sound that's how everyone hears me yeah um yeah, I can't imagine that you're sitting there trying to develop an accent. Yeah. And then on camera, you're like, oh, no, actually, you don't sound German at all. <laughs> you just sound racist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's, like, no accent, and you're just, like, doing a speech. You're doing, like, Jamaican. You're like, yeah, you just do it like that. Nice and nice. You don't even know German. <laughs> yeah. I heard that uh, if you ever actually want to hear what your voice sounds like, you take two books. And you put them like in front of your, and then you hear the echo. Whoa, slow down. <laughs> what? Slow. Did, did I lose you? Two books? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two books? Two books. What am I, Rockefeller? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if it's true. It doesn't work with headphones. Anyway. But this is a long intro. We always say like we're going to do a short intro. This is a long this, intro. Yeah, we should, just, uh, we should just do it. We should start the show. Okay. We're Ruined Joke Podcast. We're going to talk with comedians, talk about comedy, talk about the scene, to pick their brain for some tips. And uh, we've got Brad Samatak on the line. And we're going to talk to him uh, to kick off our season. And I'm just stoked to have him. And uh, let's just get him on the line. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. All right. Frick. I don't like the dancing. I don't like the dancing. I just... You know? <laughs> I, I dance because I don't know what else to do. Yeah. I just, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, do we start running? Like, <laughs> just throw our computer. Okay. All right, let's bring it on. I'll call him in. trying to uh have you found that without comedy you're kind of like letting it bleed out into like more public spaces like going off to, after some like uh riffs in the grocery store or like bank tellers or anything <laughs> no. like that no no i'm i'm like more scared of people now than i ever was before like yeah before i would just get anxious to talk to someone and now i just it's the perfect excuse for me to never talk to anyone ever again okay <laughs> and i am I am abusing the privilege, to be honest with yeah. you. <laughs> I think you're in like a, I think you're in like a statistic, like a CDC report. They're like, there are a lot of people here. that's really damaging. Like they're 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 uh, not doing well. They're not talking with people. No, I'm doing great. I'm excelling. I don't want anyone to think I'm doing bad. Yeah. This is like yeah. my ideal state, actually. It turns out. You seem chipper. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people are coming to that realization. They're just like, oh, it would just be better if I didn't talk ever to anyone. That Dude, was, I was had, wrong before. <laughs> I had three things scheduled yesterday and I came home like furious, like so mad about how stressful my life is. <laughs> and then realized it's nothing. What were the things? Like not even anything, like a doctor's appointment and then an interview. Like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like a normal week, that would just be like a slightly busy day. Yeah, like it turns out my actual dream I'm realizing is like a cabin in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's... Unabomber-esque. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Unabomber, but with no bombs, to be clear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Replace the bombs with Tamagotchis. Think less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. What uh have you watched any good movies lately? Uh cuz I watched The Penis. Man. I watched The Penis and man did it make me hungry. Now that's that's not a joke. Yeah? It's not a joke. It sounds like a joke but it's not. I watched The Pianist. You ever seen The Pianist? No. It's on Netflix. What would that joke even be about? Eating dicks. I know. It's very <laughs> low. Bro. Very low. Bro. But uh, I saw, I saw. It's Adrian Brody on Netflix now. It's like this, uh, this Jewish Polish guy who like uh, got caught in like the Nazi Germany. His whole family. I don't want to give any spoilers, but the whole thing is like about survival. And so like the whole movie. I've never had a movie that's made me more hungry because he's just always like he's all. It's always about survival. So he's like getting these like canned pickles like out of the ruins of whatever. He's like offered a bowl of soup by this nice couple. He's just always eating, and it's never made me hungry. And you know what's the worst? Like when the whole city was like destroyed and ruined, like he's starving, right? And he's just like trying to eat everything. He's eating like dust and stuff. And the worst part of me was, <laughs> I don't even want to say it. The worst part of me was like, you know, this guy is pretty greedy. <laughs> he's like eating dust and shit. No, 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 no. But it was a, it was a great Man. movie. It was a great movie. Tearjerker. You know. Is it even about pianos then? Or is it, should it be called The Eater? <laughs> It was about Pierre. The yeah. In the very end, he plays like a beautiful song for this like a uh, Nazi German um, commander, I guess. And he's like, "I'll let you live if you uh, just play or whatever." It was good. It was good. Yeah, that's like me, but I do it with beautiful women instead of Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> How so? That's all I'd like to say on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So it's a kink. Oh, hey, don't don't you dare. <laughs> Going around eating like don't you dare yuck his yum. <laughs> <laughs> Going around eating dusty women, I guess. What do you think? Uh, yeah, exactly. What do you think the boom's going to be like for uh, not only social life but like uh, nightlife in general? Like I heard that I heard said uh, that like everyone's going to be like one year delayed, like developmentally. Like it, it doesn't matter so much. For I, like... I think everyone's going to be the exact same, except about a thousand times hornier. I yeah. just think everyone's going to be doing a, yeah. a lot of staring, a lot of like, there's going to be a lot of people like blushing in public when it reopens, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, like the boom. That's my prediction. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of... Uh, I think uh, I, I think because uh, a bunch of people can't play hockey right now, there's just going to be like people like checking each other in the streets. That's what I want to <laughs> see. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, like you get too close to a bus and someone like boards you into it. I could get behind that. I could get behind that. <laughs> just because so. I'm big, I guess. Think I'm alone. Think I'm like... alone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't put money on that one, to be honest with you. No. Is there any prediction from? Good. 
<laughs> Is there any predictions from the uh, the old uh, ear on the wall from the side of the law? Are they thinking it's going to be like that's that's not an expression? <laughs> Is there going to be like a fly? What what is uh what's your dad think it's gonna be like for like crime? Does he think like oh it's gonna be the boom and then like, it's gonna be the bust? Yeah, you, you can't. Walk. You mean? Is your question? Have I infiltrated the Edmonton Police Service and figured out what their prediction is? That's also <laughs> probably non-existent for what's gonna happen yeah. in six months. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Hey, hey, Brad. I bet you. Mole. Do you just want to expose yourself <laughs> right now? <laughs> I. I bet you uh, anything that they don't have graphs about anything over there. Yeah, I I think they're just talking on walkie talkies and and uh, stuff. Cause it, yeah, cause like in the homeless Making homeless guys. Well, the homeless sector, like with like uh, Homer Trust and all that, they have like all these data and graphs, and they think they have like a idea of what's going on. And so anytime there's like a weird like blip in like the crime or like uh, homeless levels, they always have an explanation. But I'm dubious of it. I'm dubious of it. Cause like, why is crime yeah, going down? Well, it's the winter. People are desperate. You know, it's gotta, it's gotta, it's, it's, you know, uh, they're just desperate. They're, they're resorting to crime. It's like, well, why is it going up in summer? Well, it's warm. People are coming out. They're kind of amped. Like, it's just always like this. Do you yeah, get I don't know. There's down? always, there's graphs and articles about everything that, oh, whoops. Yeah, there, I don't know. There, you can read graphs and articles all day long until the cows come home, but there's no point in, that's not fun. So who, why would you? <laughs> he yelled at his. What's your? Uh, They're never right. Kind of graph to look at. I uh, usually the first one that pops up on Google, and then I'll just think like that's the one. This is a hundred percent true. Uh, no need to look any further. I like to look at no, graphs that have been screenshotted and posted in a Facebook comment thread about thirty deep. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. then I just live <laughs> my life by that. I'm a yeah. Oh, I'm wow. a data guy. I just <laughs> read whatever. The most progressive sounding person I know on Facebook yeah. posts in a JPEG. The fuzzier the yeah. the fuzzier it's, the graph, the better. Yeah. And see here, my my uh, my question was about uh, like what kind of graphs do you like? Like, do, are you a bar graph? Do you like the mm -hmm. point, the point, the data points? I've always you, been. Are you like a pie graph kind of guy? That's how lame my question was. Uh, <laughs> I've always been partial to a line graph just because it's easy to follow. Oh, you like those lines. Nice. Yeah, that's just how I feel graphs should look. Huh. I like those ones <laughs> where it's like... The, the, Nobody the canceled me for that. All... <laughs> yeah, I like those ones where it's like all the data is just like a point between two axes. And then the line is like, uh, like extrapolated in between. Like it's not... There's no points on the line. The line is just... Uh, like a, a association never mind i like it when yeah, the, i don't give a shit about me i like when the lines <clears throat> and the names and all the data is like cropped out and it's just like a a bar and they're like see see i did I, this this proof i'm like <laughs> yeah like it I'm proves like an atheist. It's in a grass. Yeah. i'm like an atheist with numbers like i just i don't think they're real i don't buy it <laughs> okay i mean like it's all yeah. it is all made up yeah. I've never seen proof of math. Yeah, so I don't care. What's about two it. plus two? He's like, Doesn't matter, like, dude. Fuck you. But anyway. I got more <laughs> more important shit to worry about, dude. Okay. <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, we're talking about uh, you've been uh, one of the people we've wanted most uh, on the 
on the uh, podcast because I, I think we could pick your brain a bit. I know you're humble. You think you don't know much, but I think I think there's a bit of a bit of a burgeoning expert here. And uh, so I'll, I'll prod you with a with an easy one. Okay, you ready? Okay. It's a question. Is that okay? Yeah, I'm getting my okay. expert character on. Nice. That was a good hearty sip. Um, <laughs> okay. What was the funniest, uh, just a preface, what was your memory of the first funny person you met who was outside of a comedian? Like, not a comedian. I'm talking like pre-comedy. That, like, made you belly laugh. And why don't you think they went the same path as you? It's a, it's a uh, Louis. Man. It's from the um, Talking Funny with like the Seinfeld, the like the those guys are. I'm ripping the question, but yeah, what was the first funny. I person? guess like my parents are pretty funny, but I think like probably the first one I noticed was uh, this teacher I had in like grade seven who would just like be mean to kids. Like he would just roast kids as his teaching style. Like if you didn't get something, he would just be like, Oh, this fucking guy doesn't ever get anything. What a dumbass!" Uh, like that just, that just made math like so much more fun Yeah, because you could just fuck around. And yeah. So that guy was awesome. Shout out to old Mr. McDonald. But, uh, um, why didn't he become a stand up comedian? Probably a lot of very intelligent reasons. Yeah. Money, I would assume. <laughs> yeah, he thought about it for half a second and was like, "No." That's the thing comedians forget is like, uh, yeah, being funny is just like part of most people's lives. Yeah. Instead of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a whole another leap of like uh, ego to to get into the microphone uh, part of it, right? Yeah, but I mean, like, you can. Like, uh, I don't know what I mean, I guess. I think there's a fair bit of, like, this magical sprinkle dust that uh, people get on top of being funny that just makes them able to be funny in most situations. Like, I say this, I try and say this uh, 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 coolly, neutrally. I feel like in most situations, if I want to, I could, try, I could, like, pull a laugh from someone just, like, in the world. Not all the time, obviously. Um, but do you... What about Kim Jong-un? Uh, yeah, I just start talking about like, yeah. uh, I'd be talking about like South Korea, I'd be like, oh, those fuckers, they have no idea for electricity. Oh, you're, yeah. you're doing regional humor, are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm just starting to regional humor. Yeah. Make fun of the, the rivalry town. That's yeah. a, that's a safe bet, <laughs> I just guess. Got back from, <laughs> just got back here from South Korea. I get shot, like, <laughs> just immediately. Do you... Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like a funny math teacher just doesn't even know that strategy and it's still funny. Like you got to respect that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, so what was it for you that made you want to finally take that plunge into trying it? Was there like a comedian that just got in your head like a little uh, uh, earworm and just, I don't know, planted the seed? Yeah, like uh as soon as i found out about jim gaffigan that's when i knew you could do stand-up like because i thought like if you're funny you just became an actor and did like a sitcom before and then once i heard stand-up i found out you could do stand-up and then i thought it was just an american thing for a while and then i found out we had it in canada too yeah and so yeah i just pretty much wanted to do it since i found out about it it's a weird thought you just thought like <laughs> you just thought like the Americans do it, but like Canadians are like, what did you think? Like they're just too like sensible for that, or they're just they don't have the. No, cameras? I just I just assumed we would just watch American comedians that come through, which is honestly mostly what we do anyway. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's oh, that's about ninety percent, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, it's. Uh... Well, you're traveling now, and what would uh what would you say was the first like lesson you learned from traveling with like uh pros and uh, being on the road, like a big like oh this is life kind of moment. Well, it's a lesson that I refuse to learn, but uh, I say I've learned it. But like I just learned that you should listen more than you talk. Yeah, because obviously everybody's like, you know, because I started when I was like right in the middle of like being a teenager and thinking I was smarter than everyone. And I still kind of get caught up in that sometimes, but I think it's important to like, not have an ego as much as possible for the first while. Would you say like a, this is off track a bit. Would you, there's a, would you say like you're stoic? Do you know what a stoic is? Definitely not, but I should try to be. I, I don't know if that's what a stoic would say or not, so I can't riff like that's exactly what a stoic would say. <laughs> but uh, okay, no, I've heard that advice before. It's good advice. No, I'm definitely like a psycho. <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. Would you think that you're like this? I uh, that's not how someone like this would respond. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> like fuck. <laughs> yeah. Is there uh, Kevin? Did you have? Uh... You were on the road. You're traveling on the road for a bit there, Kev. Is there something? I've been on the road, but I wouldn't ever say that I've been like, like I've never toured. Or we did a like show. That. We did a show in Red Deer one time, me and Kevin. We did a show in Red Deer, and that was fun. Yeah. Thank you, you for bringing tell... me along with that. Yeah. You should tell that story, Kevin. I shouldn't tell the story. I think you should tell the story. <laughs> I was just making sure you're comfortable with it. But one time, <laughs> me and Kevin went on the road. <laughs> <laughs> One time we went to Red Deer and uh, we did a show in the bowling alley. Everyone knows the bowling alley. It's famous. But if you don't know the bowling alley and you're listening right now, just picture a bowling alley. And then like, imagine, imagine you walked like 10 feet away from the lanes where they bowl and then you put up a curtain and then you're like, let's do a show behind this soundproof barrier. And so anyway, we did that. We were doing this show and it was like a just going crazy. Like I just remember every comedian for some reason was doing, maybe it was a dark and dirty show actually. That would make sense. But I just remember everyone was going like as dark and dirty as possible. And then somebody went up and uh, somebody went up and just did 15 minutes about not listening to women when they talk to you. And then Kevin, <laughs> Kevin was off like a couple of, a couple of gas station Jager bombs or whatever we were drinking that night. Like, <laughs> like shots out of plastic bowling alley cups yeah. like so those hit you even harder you know and and then so kevin goes up and he's just like hey give it up for your last comedian hope that guy gets raped by a bear <laughs> <laughs> he also he also sprinkled in some animal abuse into his set that's why i said the bear oh, i didn't i didn't oh, agree man. with what he said and i wanted the bear <laughs> oh, the joke yeah. to come fuck him up out of context, it just sounds ridiculous. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was Clive? I don't know. Yeah. That was. Uh, I Can didn't you believe I that didn't word. No one... Sure. Nah. Uh, and then the audience didn't like hate me. That was the weird part. That was the weird part. Is they were like some of them were like, yeah, hey, we kind of do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like most of them, and then uh, and then nothing happened. Nothing happened. I just had a, a mediocre set after I said some 
uh, horrible shit about another human being. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be cool if you crushed though? Wouldn't that have been awesome? Like if you if you like rode that momentum, you just did amazing. That would have been cool. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's in yeah. my skill set, but yeah, that would have been wicked. No, it's... but the the great thing was like there was some people who agreed with him, some people who agreed with you, right? And that's what I love about Red Deer is the differences of opinion over there. Uh, yeah, the, to be raped the by diversity, a bear, to not be raped by a bear. The diversity of thought is what I respect most about small town Alberta. Yeah, would you say uh, most? Uh... Would you say Red Deer is like a, a good, um, a, a good not litmus, but like, do you think it's, it represents a lot of small towns? Like, or is that kind of the audience that are there? Yeah, I don't know. I think like most audi, I don't know. I think audiences, there's like, I think there's types of audiences and it. It's like, it doesn't all the way matter if it's a small town or a big town, but like the types of audiences I find are like old, my age and hot people those are the three types yeah. for me <laughs> that you Young, have to like old and hot <laughs> yeah i find that like i do stand up different if the crowd is that <laughs> but yeah i think anywhere your... you can get a good litmus test it's just like obviously in small town alberta there's more fucking you know berta boys yeah yeah how, how does your uh how does your uh, act change or not act change but like how do you accommodate uh, a hot crowd do you just do like, your set like this the crowd that's really good looking what do you do yeah do you, do you flex flex when you tell your jokes <laughs> like what no like if they're too hot like i don't know i just get a little nervous like i try to be cleaner i try to be less weird you know oh, i try okay. to not so you try and you try I, honestly like less yeah, maybe I treat a hot crowd and an old crowd kind of similar, to be honest. But I just talk about, like, it's not even a swearing thing. It's like I talk about cum less. Like, I just do, like, That's less fair. weird. I don't point the mic at hot people or, like, you ask them them ugly questions people? that are impossible to answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't do yeah. weird things. Okay. You don't make them want... feel uncomfortable. You try and accommodate them. You try and coddle them. But that's definitely a me thing. It definitely doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want to, to like. Oh yeah. yeah. But it's just me being crazy. Are you worried they're gonna like stand no, up our... and be like, "Hey, what, why are we listening to this guy? This guy doesn't have uh, cool shoes. Look at his shoes." And then they all like. Yeah, yeah I'm all... worried that hot people all have like some social media all to themselves, and they're like, they're all gonna post pictures of me and be like, nobody associate with this guy. Like nobody, no hot people date Brad, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. I just want, yeah. If you're hot, I want you to think I'm cool. That's how life works, right? Is that why you're so open with ugly people? Uh, it's like these people have no reach. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. I feel like I'm digging myself into a hole now. No, no, no. But what I will say is hot people scare me. That's the yeah. point I was trying to make. It's a good one. To, it's a good uh, point to land on. Um, okay, let's, uh, what do you think about the whole, I don't know if you follow the, the, it's not even politics, just craziness. If you follow 2021, but we found that aliens are real. Uh, yep. AI is basically a thing. It wasn't what we expected, but it's pretty close to becoming the thing we thought. 
you've heard about like the chess program that like gets better after playing a thousand games and we don't exactly know why it's learning how to get better yeah yeah, yeah. what would yeah you... i would love that chess game to play me in chess because you know what i would do is beat the shit out of it with my hands like <laughs> i'm not scared of ai <laughs> at all dude I, I was telling i was talking about this earlier with my friend but like yeah, I don't care about AI at all. There's no world where I can picture a computer beating me at anything. Like, yeah. if you can beat me at chess, fine, but I'll shoot you in the face. You're a computer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's that, <laughs> that's that human spirit we need, man. Once the, once the mechs start rolling out, we need you on the front lines being like... Yeah, I'll like, I tell you. you what to do. You don't... Like, computers will never conquer me, I don't think. <laughs> If you if you had to add uh, if you had to one thing to that list aliens uh, AI for prediction of like the next five years what crazy like zombie virus like uh, ghosts like we found out how to measure ghosts like what would you what would you add to this list? That's a good question. I here okay. I'm not saying I believe this, but I am saying that I really hope for this. I really hope that we find out that the U.S. did COVID and then planted it elsewhere and said that they, it started there I, I would just like that you know what i mean it would be a good it would, would it would revive the season for like a for i would just yeah. i would just appreciate how mad everyone would get if we found out <laughs> the cia did covid i think that's what we need to push the old revolution uh, uh yeah. over the edge uh -huh. you know <laughs> If if they did do it though, we're not gonna find out for like another forty years because they keep their they keep their uh, conspiracies and stuff on lock. Like people didn't even know about uh, MK Ultra for like thirty years. That's true, but a boy can hope. You know what I mean? Uh, right? Yeah, that's true too. You can always hope. What would you do in the revolution? <laughs> like, let's say I don't know how. how Kyle. I'm, yeah. What, what do you want to be real? Don't don't turn. Let's turn this yeah, yeah, yeah. investigative eye on on your own on yourself. What do you <laughs> want to be true? I feel like it'd be hacky to say Bigfoot just because it's been my uh, my whole like uh, shtick for a while. I got a bunch of Bigfoot uh, jokes, but uh, I think it'd be kind of cool just to be able to measure ghosts, like figure a way to like actually, you know how they say like, oh, you can sense the energy and like there's that EMP reading that turned out to actually just be like, I think it was like ambient acoustics, like if in old houses, yeah. like if it was set up in the right corner, that it would just be like a spooky vibrating corner. People are like, there's a ghost there. It's like, no, it's just like vibrations. If we found a way to actually measure, like I remember I watched this like weird documentary. It might not have been uh, real. There was, I think it's Weird, weird Al Yankovic, who was the host. And uh, he- <laughs> Yeah, that sounds real, man. And, and he- Yeah, this sounds good. I remember he, no, no, he did an experiment, it was real. He, they put like a bunch of, like some yogurt on a table and they put like some cords into it and Weird Al like yelled at the yogurt and like this little <laughs> meter thing like went like this every time he yelled at it. And like sometimes he like complimented it, it went like a little, and he's like, as you can see, <laughs> the yogurt can respond to my emotions. And uh, yeah, as I as I finish this sentence, it sounds crazy. It may have been a, a joke. <laughs> but, so what do you hope? You hope we find ghosts or you hope that you get to yell at yogurt? I can already yell at yogurt. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with that. You're just, this is how deep you are into your all-meat diet that you're like, I just get pissed when I see dairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm eating dairy. I, I'm, I'm doing good. But uh, <clears throat> I would want to be able to definitively find a way to, uh, uh, if there is anything with ghosts, with uh, um, poltergeists, uh, I would want to be able to find like some way to measure it if there was. It might come. I don't know. 
Yeah. I want to see like the definitive. Do you think it would be inter- easy enough to like get ESPs in like a? I don't believe in ESPs, but like in a room, <laughs> and they they always say like it's been de- be debunked, debunked. And like, no, it hasn't. It'd be nice to have like a big like American talent level. Like, all right, we're all as American Canada. We're gonna figure this out right now. And they just, you know, <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. I think. Um... Yeah, I just, I would love to put, I like that idea. I don't know if it would solve the problem. I would just love to get every like psychic and medium and that type of person just in a room together and just film it and see what we get, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is like, some of them are definitely faking it, but like so well that you can't tell. Man, if you tell me that you can talk to ghosts, then I, you, we can't have a conversation anymore. Like there's... How am I supposed to like trust you with anything that's after the, that? That's the start <laughs> of a conversation. Okay, that's a start of like a fourteen-hour coke-fueled angry conversation. Not for me. It's no. me finding someone that they can talk to ghosts. Well, you've had first-hand then... experience with this, uh, interacting with these kinds of uh, um, um, what's their, uh, uh, chosen ones. Yeah, seers. We can't reveal that yet at the moment, so. That's no, I haven't actually. Okay, okay, forget I say. <laughs> Kevin, what's uh, what would you, what would your uh, prediction be, or what would you want to see happen in your twenty twenty one bingo card? I want Atlantis to be real. I want Atlantis to be oh. real. I want there to be like an underwater city somewhere, and they were just like, yeah, guess what? Yeah, I want a current city to get Atlantis. Don't yeah, you let's just cool? sink a city. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, that actually might happen too. So that's pretty awesome. Global warming. Yeah, they know. might have to do it. They might have to do it to like save the whatever. They're like, if we explode this city, what it's going to do is it's actually going to disperse the hurricane or some shit. <laughs> that's that. that doesn't even remotely make sense. <laughs> There'll be no hurricane to... in Miami if there is no Miami. Huh? Uh, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think they're just going to build like a huge glass wall that makes it so like it won't overflow, like it won't flood anything, but also you can't go in the ocean anymore. You just have to look at it. Just make make <laughs> the world an aquarium? <laughs> yeah. That's my prediction. Take actually. all the plastic like... in the ocean and just make a clear wall. Yeah, I'd like to change it from the CIA thing to this other weird CIA thing that I'm dreaming up uh, right now. This is this is excellent. I've become like a full-on conspiracy guy in quarantine. You have? Yeah. Yeah. Like. Like, but I like I like make my own conspiracy theories instead of just reading them off the internet. Like I have a lot of fun just like piecing stuff together in my own head in a way that is insane but makes sense to me, and then screaming it at my roommate. Yeah. How do you back? You, <laughs> how do you? You guys been doing that? How do you track that? How do you like uh, check yourself? Uh, you like the theories um, before you release them? Uh, well, like you just do a bunch of googling, and then you just like connect some dots in your head. But then like the important thing with uh, starting to believe in all that stuff is you have to like remind yourself that you don't give a shit because otherwise you'll like get too mad about it. Yeah, you'll go crazy. Yeah. That's the thing I love about conspiracies is that at the end of the day, 
if what they think is actually going on is actually going on, like it doesn't change their day-to-day life at all. Unless they forget to not care about it. Right? But like that's yeah. that's my favorite thing with the flat earthers. They're like, oh, the earth is flat. They're lying to you. Every scientist you've ever talked to, I, everything on the moon is fake. Venus isn't real. Like all this <laughs> stuff, all this stuff. Even if it turns out to be true, it's like you still work at a radio shack. Like, you don't, <laughs> like it doesn't matter if the earth is round or if we're actually like living on the back of a giant cosmic turtle. Like your life yeah. doesn't fucking. <laughs> no, that's the yeah, that's the best part of it all. Is like, yeah, yeah, you can know whatever you want, and your life is still bad. That's what is funny <laughs> about the world. But the, but yeah, you still don't have dental. But the, yeah. <laughs> but Brad, you're missing the threshold. Is belief. You have to believe in it, and that faith is. Faith is something that you'd step through the door because you believe something's better on the other side. Sounds sounds to me like you're still using your thinking noodle. That's why you're not happy on the turtles. <laughs> I'm patronizing you is, by using your noodle. Yeah. You're you're pitching me on having blind religious like faith in conspiracy theories. <laughs> not blind. No, yeah. no faith in you're general. Wa- walk through the door of belief. Yeah. yeah. Take the pill, yeah. drink Not the Not blind, just like it, you might need bifocals. Yeah. <laughs> Some say you see better on the other side. You just have to fucking believe, man. It's gotta be, I think we need yeah. another drum circle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I might just start a cult instead of going back to stand-up. Like, my mind has just changed a lot. Yeah. Yeah, start a cult and then uh, just do shows by the barn. Always crush. Yeah, because it would actually be way easier to do stand-up if you were a cult leader. Yeah. You yeah. would just have whoever didn't laugh, you know, <laughs> redacted. Yeah, reda- that's a nice word for it. <laughs> Re-educated. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I would love to be the, yeah, never ever, never mind, actually. You would be a funny prank. <laughs> you would be a funny prank for, uh, have you ever seen... Have you ever seen these like a uh, pyramid uh, uh what is it, groups where they have like a bunch of plants like in the audience where they're like we're gonna sell toilet paper to people who sell us the toilet paper and they'll buy the toilet paper for more and everyone's like yeah that's a good idea we should do the same thing with yeah. like a terrible set like if we if we i mean this would take some uh, crazy coordination but if there's like a, a good comedian like on the scene when everything opens up a few of us should conspire to do like a terrible set and then, like, all of the great mm-hmm. comics just, like, laugh at everything this guy says. Like, he's the greatest. And see yeah. what happens. I, that wouldn't be too bad. I think it'd be funny. Yeah. It'd be hard like to organize, though. Terribly, kind of thing. Yeah, terribly hard. Some people just laugh at stuff that's bad really hard. Like, I just like... I just like... Honestly, dude, bad jokes are way funnier to me than good jokes. Because if you can write a good joke, it's like, oh, cool, you wrote a fucking joke that works. But what I love is an insane thought that makes no sense that someone still believes in. You know what I mean? Non sequiturs, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with I'm with Brad. I do love seeing that as well. <laughs> Just someone that's like, hey, everyone thinks like this. And then they voice it, and it's like, no one thinks like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that shit. One time... Oh, never mind. I one time, uh, like I think never former, 
I think former guest of the show, one of the former guests of the show, but I can't remember who, so I'm sorry, but uh, did their first set and it was all about how snowboarding is cooler than skiing and skiing is for bitches. And then everybody was just like, we don't care so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This but isn't yeah. an issue for anyone else. No, I did. I do that all the time too. Like I love like going up with this story that I think is hilarious. And then it turns out it's just like seven minutes and way too long and nobody gets it. Everyone's yeah. checked out. Yeah. Like the, there's just something. What was the most recent example of uh, that for you? Mm. Uh, I was trying to talk about like kind of what we were talking about earlier about how like you shouldn't try to learn anything because you can't change it. It's just like you're just mad all the time now. Like I keep trying to do a joke about that, but like no one understands what I mean. Yeah. I don't think it's maybe people don't like when you advocate for being as dumb as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might be the the hard part to digest because you're, you're or, up there telling people that there's no point in learning anything it's also a <laughs> yeah but also <laughs> it's maybe just not that funny no no too. no i get i get the i get the angle it just feels like it it would uh it's coming from like a different version of brad like a uh, like a bizarro iteration it might even be that you're writing from like a different kind of uh um, um not stage character but like uh shift do you find yourself it's like me it's like me talking to it's like me giving myself advice like it doesn't really apply to most people's lives like because mm -hmm. i just read like insane conspiracy shit like most people just read like books or whatever like the news i guess yeah yeah so it's it's know. probably just not relatable i don't know yeah. i don't know why don't jokes know what don't most work people read that's the other thing like I keep wondering when I'm going to learn, like, how to tell what's going to work and what's not. Because some, like, a lot of comedians just, like, like know that. And I have no fucking clue, man. I never know. Yeah. Do you have people you can, like, run the jokes by and test it on? I found comedians might yeah. be the worst to test jokes on. Yeah, but I still don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, I just never know. Hmm. It's fucked. Interesting. I, yeah, that bothers I you, eh? Not really, but I just wonder <laughs> if I'm ever, I just wonder if I'm ever going to know or if I'm just always going to be like trying every joke I think of. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to find out is to just keep trying the jokes because that, there's nothing more frustrating than writing a whole joke and then looking at it and going, I'm not actually going to say that on stage though. Yeah. I mean, like I have a right. hunch like about, you... I always have a hunch about if the joke's going to work or not, but like, I'm usually wrong. <laughs> like, okay, that's know. fine. That's fine though. But it's, it's so discouraging. I think for me to make a decision about uh, a joke before it hits the stage, I don't usually, uh, do it, but if I ever write anything, uh, really really juvenile or i think is really juvenile i just won't bring it to stage because i i don't know i have this whole thing about how i don't want to do uh that kind of material right right now uh and then all of it's kind of irrelevant because i'm not actually doing sam comedy right now like it's just like what am i even doing i'm writing in a book and nothing's yeah. happening um. Here, uh, Brett, I'll ask you. I'll ask you a question, and Kyle, you can you can chime in too. Okay. 
but what's what's something that makes a new comic uh, better at stand-up comedy? Like, what's something that you noticed in your sort of journey that you're like, oh, I'm I'm actually getting better at this? Was there anything like that that let you know that you're good and that you're getting better? Uh, I mean, I guess like you just kind of like feel it as you do it. Like I, I think doing it as much as possible and then listening to your sets as much as possible. Like, yeah, I don't know. You just kind of feel it and then you feel like you took a step back and then you feel like you took another step forward. And then I don't know. That's kind of, um, yeah. self is there a, You just said, I think the way sorry. to get good is by doing it as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Is there is there any sort of thing that you found that can be like a catalyst, like putting yourself like doing shows that you don't feel comfortable doing? Is that something that makes you better or like anything like that? I don't know. I'm always hesitant to say because I feel like everyone like gets better. That's their okay. Own I'm way asking, and stuff. I'm asking for me, you. For me, right. it was definitely going on stage as much as I could and then doing every every show I could because I just wanted to learn how to do all the shit because it's all it's always different, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I like that idea of just constantly uh, doing it as much as possible. I do think that helps. Uh, but I also I also think like uh, running shows and like, like, oh, yeah, changing hosting. your role. Hosting yeah. actually helps a lot. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I found that too. It just helps you like learn how to actually like do the fake energy that you need to do sometimes, or for me, anyways. I like, yeah, yeah. I never knew how to like ham it up. <laughs> how long did it take for you to figure out yeah, the delivery? I just... Sorry, I just Sorry? I thought I saw a thread. Kevin, please, I'd love you to keep hammering out the your own lane here. I was just I was just saying how long did it take you to figure out your delivery, but if we want to go back to that. Mm. I don't know. It changes all the time. Still, like, I still don't really have a set one. Like, I still sometimes will be more high energy and sometimes be more monotone. So I don't know. Yeah, I've seen you. No, I've seen you do all sorts of angles because I've seen you. Uh, I've seen you host shows like uh, Church of Comedy, which was yeah. the beauty of a Woo! show. Love that show. Yeah. yeah, I fell so back behind the curtain one day, like loudly, like I fell into a stool. You remember that? That was like no, my first awesome, week, though. first week of like knowing everyone. <laughs> and like I sat on like a stool and I just fell like into the void and made this huge clang. And everyone's like, you okay? I had this giant backpack on too. I'm like, I'm okay, I'm okay. <laughs> it's like, right, That's right awesome. Away. I love that show. I wish I remembered that. I yeah, that show was so fun. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I've also seen Brad do shows like um, like at the comic strip. You have a different energy mm -hmm. uh, if you're like running a show at the comic strip. I've seen you really come at them with the sort of like peppy, yeah. jokey energy, and then all of a sudden you have this like hot crowd yeah. uh, in like five minutes. That's a command. Like, it's it's very, very, yeah. It's very effective when you like when it's when it's right you yeah. you know how to take control it's good it's good to see thanks yeah i don't know i feel like like i don't know if it will ever be set because i feel like it's sometimes i do need to like be aggressive at them and like be like i'm doing comedy now so everybody stop being at your bachelorette party or whatever and then sometimes i feel like they're just like hanging out and so you don't have to scream at them 
but yeah, it's different for everyone. Yeah. Of course. It seems like you're geared to have the innate skills for a comedian and that's evident in the, uh, your ability to talk with the audience and, uh, your ability to, uh, uh, maintain, uh, on that funny wavelength. Um, do you think that's something you learned or was it just kind of like endemic to your personality from the get go? Uh, since you've ever remembered. I don't know. I was definitely not all, I definitely was not funny. Like for a long time, like I, like usually I would just get called annoying. So I think like, oh. and then I started like, like I got called annoying until I started like actually trying to write jokes. And then that's when I like learned that instead of just like yelling out the wrong answer in math class, you're supposed to like, you know, say something <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, or whatever, like you're yeah. supposed to tell a joke instead of just yelling something wrong did that feel amazing when you first realized like uh the, i guess the formula to it the the kind of hidden uh, uh ethereal formula of a joke i can't even explain it right now but because uh, like yeah like i always wanted everyone to think i was funny but like i didn't know like how and then once i figured out that you can like think of a joke which i guess is kind of weird to have to figure out but then that's like all i wanted to do after that yeah, being funny with the punchline, it's kind of like the, figuring out that formula. It's like vaguely a 180 or like a misplaced sort of uh, 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 statement, I would say. That kind of magic formula. Is that what it looked like to you when you were figuring out how to do something besides just saying, uh, ah, like farting and stuff in class? How did that? I don't know. I just, tr I don't know. I try to not think about formula stuff because one time I read a book about formula and then I bombed for like like months yeah, yeah. straight yeah. so i uh, i don't think there is one i think like the only formula is thinking to yourself i'm about to write a joke right now and then you write one <laughs> to me yeah interesting yeah. but i'm sure no, you... there is one and i'm sure my mind will change i'm sure you eventually. have one it's not like there's i i don't i'm not a fan of the comedy book things although i i respect people who uh who uh who are misguided <laughs> sorry <laughs> 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 uh, something's yeah, gotta stuff, be wrong uh, and it's you <laughs> that stuff does work well for like a lot of people though it so does. I don't know fuck it if you feel like reading yeah. a book it... read a book but you're a nerd though just for the record uh... <laughs> <laughs> is that Brad do you think that that type of uh, like bookish learning do you think that shows on stage like can you pick out uh, when someone's performing, you're like, oh, they're obsessed with like formula and, and jokes and like timing and everything. Is that, is that, can you tell that? Or is that Not all? really like, sometimes you can tell that like, you can mostly tell when like someone doesn't care about it. Cause like, I think the default is for most of us to always care about it. Like, especially timing and like being rehearsed and stuff. Like you can tell when someone's working, yeah. trying to like remember versus like not giving a shit and just trying to be funny. Yeah. Do you find? Yeah, I think the. I think there's certain techniques that are really, really effective, and once you learn those, that's what sort of you see people like play to their strengths. Hmm. So, um, like the misdirect is, everyone will laugh at a good misdirection. If everyone is expecting you to say one thing and you say a different thing that is sometimes even just remotely funny, you'll get a pop. It's crazy. 
I like your. Yeah, I don't know. I like your. Character. You've never written a misdirect that doesn't work. And then it's just a bomb. Then it's just a bomb. Yeah, I don't know. I've definitely written some stuff where I was like, no one's gonna expect this, and then it died. So, yeah. but yeah, oh, it's yeah. probably it you're right. It's probably it just happens. bad misdirect. I really like the that that what run, runs through your whole kind of uh, act so far, as I've found. I'm only two years, so I don't know. I might be speaking out of my uh, depth to see. Is this kind of thought of uh, this always present thought of uh, I'm not. I'm obviously not serious. I'm uh, joking. Isn't it absurd that I even pretend I believe this thing? It's like you're playing the dummy, though not necessarily the dummy. You're playing the dummy and letting the audience know that you're not the dummy. Like, uh, like the whole yeah. I've seen the videos. Couch or table, baby. Like <laughs> everyone knows that's that's not. A, but uh, it, it's this weird uh, frequency that kind of hits with all your jokes. I love it. Oh, thanks. It's more of a uh, comment. <laughs> um, okay. I don't, yeah, I don't know what to say about that, <laughs> but, to be honest. <laughs> but I primed you here because I, I have a good question follower. Yep. And um, if, if, please bow to this if it feels like it's too, uh, if it doesn't ring true for you. But do you ever think about the position you're in? Um, and I know you're human. You could falter, but it looks really good for my eyes right now. Do you ever think about the position you're in where like you're one of the youngest comics, you're always writing jokes, you're like, like ahead of the curve, um, but you're also not supposed to get like modest or you're supposed to stay modest. That's what people kind of always like remind people of. At what point do you think it's important to kind of make a mad leap to try and become the Gretzky, a Gretzky in any field? Is that, is that? I don't, I don't think you got to do a mad leap. I think like, I don't think about that i mostly think i think what you should think about and what i do think about is how the new comedians are getting as good as you hmm. like you shouldn't think about how good you are i don't right. think right, right right um and then also like i don't think you have to rush yourself like i don't know i i tried to hurry really fast to get like whatever a long set and stuff uh but i don't think that's like the smartest way to do it i don't think you develop as well doing that so my plan when it comes back is i really just want to take my time as much as i can and uh, enjoy the fucking ride a little bit more instead of being so uh paranoid all the time yeah that's a that's a good that's a good notion i i think more people uh just need to if you don't like it then don't don't do it like if you're not yeah. having fun, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, which is something I didn't really like do for a lot of the first part yeah. of the stand-up. So I want to like, yeah, I don't know. I just want to be myself a little more instead of just like trying to rush it. But also, that's not to say like I'm not gonna write like I have no jokes still. You know, like I'm still gonna like force myself to write and try to be a little paranoid about that. But yeah, I, do, I just don't think you have to, like, rush to get there. Right. Right, right. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'd agree with that. Okay, I got a couple more uh, before we go to break. Uh, if, Kevin, you had some in the in the canon, though, I'd love to... Um, do you have a uh, crescendo I, I can ask you a question. Sure. Uh, I hate how you do that. <laughs> I totally, totally. <laughs> Kevin, do you have the best Always. question in the world? Do you have... Yeah. Always looking for a synonym for the word question. <laughs> Do you have a good query for us? Do you have, Do you have a, a pondering? Pond pondering. Um, yeah. 
do you have a musing? Uh, Brad, you you talked you talked a little bit about uh, sort of the things that you think about um, in regards to comedy, and do you have any sort of like future plans? Do you have anything that you're working really hard on? You haven't quite revealed it yet. Do you do you think about stuff like that? Like, are you writing? Are you would you ever think about doing a fringe show? Like a like a one person wow. sort of like theater show. That could move your to be honest, Did you ever think about stuff like that? Do you ever think to be honest with you, like I was putting a lot of pressure on like coming up with a project and having a thing that could be a thing or whatever. But I don't want to do that anymore. It it just stresses me out and makes me upset and also I'm way too early into it, in my opinion, to be doing that shit anyways. So uh no is my short answer. I just wanna I gotta like I gotta focus on my mental health and like all I actually really like is stand up. So I'm just really gonna try to go to therapy and like do as much stand up as I can. <laughs> yeah. That's a... Yeah. No, I was just gonna say that's such like a wholesome view. Usually you ask someone a question and they just they, they like to just be like, Oh yeah, I've been I'm actually working on sixteen plays right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like I tried to write a I tried to write a screenplay and I tried to do all the social media stuff and it, maybe it's me, but it made it just made me like upset and bitter uh, a lot. So I got to fix myself before I even think about trying that stuff, you know? Nice. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle, what about you? Do you, uh, do you have any sort of grand ideas about stuff? Oh, <laughs> oh I always think I do. Uh, no, I've been, uh, I've been looking, I've been working on no plays, but I've been really working on this, uh, flip book. It's uh, really coming together. Mm. Yeah. It's like these thick guys fighting and it's like, there's like this one point where like they fire a laser and it's like, it, like explodes the world, <laughs> like the world It's pretty, it's pretty sick. It's pretty sick. That's solid. I don't think I'll finish it. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, do you, uh, uh, do you have anything? I mean, you asked the question, do you? You do a lot though. You're of all the people. I think you may have been like the most consistent kind of pillar of the the scene. Like everyone kind of like makes a project, jumps off, makes a project, jumps off. Which might be the way to do it for comedians. Like you can't always be like the guy pumping out uh, projects or like making like you know. It's like we need the best show in the world at the comic strip, and like that's a lot of pressure. Um, you do you have anything you're planning in the in the near future? No, I think my ultimate goal with uh, comedy is I think one day I want to write a sitcom. I think that's hey. the funniest thing in the world. It's my favorite kind of TV show. I know they're lame. I know they're cheesy. Yeah. Um, but like, I just, I want to somehow be part of uh, a sitcom in some way, shape or form. Like, yeah. just let me hold the camera. Like, I don't know. Nice. <laughs> I feel like you could that's make fair. like a, like a, a Neo, like a Seinfeld-esque kind of, um, what is it? Uh, the guy who made Seinfeld, his show, the old guy, Larry, Larry David. Yeah. Larry David. Yeah. And, you could either make Seinfeld, that yeah. or like a weird, like Homsel and Gurmit that like weird, like dark play. Like there's no real in between. I don't know the name. Yeah, Kevin, you should make, you should make a German TV show. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> That's not what I meant. Uh, no, <laughs> but I'm intrigued. <laughs> okay, cool. I think we uh, we did a, a cool little dive there, deep dive with uh, uh, Brad. Um, I'd love to go for a break. We'd love to have you on there and do a little wrap up. Can you stay for the wrap up? You good for the wrap up? Yeah, I'm we, good. We don't wrap Thanks up. for having me on the podcast. No, no, no. Say, say, say. We're, we're just gonna. We're, we'll be right. I mean, you could say. I want to say. 
I'm trying to say it as many times as I can. can be okay, cool. We'll be right back there with uh, Brad Semituck, everyone. I hate the dancing. How do you? Because I do it all the time. How do you? How do you go to break? How do you? you see, here's the thing. Here's what I do: is I wait for you to do something. <laughs> And so I just sit here and do nothing. Yeah. I just look at you and just see the light die in your face. <laughs> when immediately. I have to do this, you start doing something and immediately you start questioning it. You're just like, I shouldn't do this at all. I was going to say, do the dance for longer. I, I think you should extend <laughs> yeah. it. There's a lot of pressure about that in Alberta, I find, because there's just a lot of work, you know? And so uh, everybody feels like, oh, that guy's working, so I should be working too. And that's like a good competitive spirit thing to have, I think. But uh, I think it can also go to your head, and maybe I let it go to my head a bit too much. Working a lot? Traveling? Or competitive? Just Yeah, just trying to be working and doing longer sets and always like moving forward i guess yeah but uh yeah i don't know i think it's important for me at least to just like realize that uh there's time to chill and you don't have to like always be in a rush me too 100 percent. yeah we're not in the big leagues yeah. yet like no, we're still Edmonton. Edmonton. like you know that's what i think yeah well that, yeah that's just it like continually doing shows and continually doing spots that's only one form of progression that's one way to to get better and to get good and stuff like that, but it's not the only way to do it. And if people to put too much like strain on the obligation of doing shows, it like that's what Brad was talking about. Is like it, it can burn, it can burn you yeah. out. It's insane well, the stress like, that you inflict upon yourself. Yeah. What I mean is like, I love like I'm still gonna do spots like always and i like i love doing spots but i'm talking more about like pressuring yourself to do like professional comedy shit or like always having like a goal like always trying to be filming this for a showcase for a submission or like all this like stupid hustle shit that is like no. not important and you won't get anyways you know what i mean and uh yeah like yeah i just gotta realize that it's like it's like you're yeah i don't know exactly how to word it but i just want to put less pressure on less it. Like, i just love doing stand-up i just love doing stand-up like i don't have to be fucking always trying to scheme my way up to some higher level of stand-up like i could just do stand-up that's what i realized yeah yeah it's it's insanely i think freeing once you realize it's like it doesn't matter what level you get to uh you can do stand-up they're still gonna let you do it yeah, like, I just want to do it as good as I can. I don't care about, like, I, like maybe I'll change my mind, but I just don't care about, like, whatever, money stuff or tour stuff. Like, I just want to, I'll do stand-up wherever I can do stand-up that's, like, the least amount of stress is my plan. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
Yeah, and I think <laughs> that's the attitude that needs to be, like that's the attitude that most people need to have for when comedy comes back. Because it's not, not every show is going to be important in the sense yeah. that like, like I know there's a bunch of shows that aren't even going to have like a headliner. And sometimes those are my favorite shows, just like 26 comedians <laughs> in a row. And like, yeah. right? That just like that chaotic sort of yeah. all night open mic. Dude, five minutes of content, like where you can just like dip into one person's like best stuff, just dip out. Like you can laugh with your buds in between sets. It's it's such a rich, rich experience. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I just don't want to care so much. I think that's like toxic and bad. I'm not going to watch so the first few sets. Stop. Unless I'm running the show or like trying to help the, uh, uh, like if... If I can, I would want to watch like the first two shows. Just kind of sit back and try and like capture like what it is like just to see everything. I don't know if that's the right. In, in fact, I don't care. That's just what I'm going to do. I think I just want to watch the first yeah. two shows. <laughs> I'm just going to try to like antagonize myself less. Yeah. Comedians know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the most critical person you know is yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's great. You did, we're doing those things. You got, you really had a knack for getting things percolating. It seemed like maybe gearing down on the emphasis, the importance of it might, uh, might, might be smart. Cause I didn't know it was like kind of wearing on you as much as, a as a, as a, it... yeah, it was, it was driving me nuts, man. But I think that's a really easy trap to fall into also. It's not a fun trap either. I, I think maybe like it's no. you're seeing two kinds of different comics. Cause like, what were the comics back in the day like uh like a whole 10 years behind us they saw comics on stage so they wanted to do comedy comedy was hard and so you really had to be kind of like that superstar personality to want to become a comic now it's kind of more more uh, open to the public so maybe we're just seeing like a bunch of craft comics where like i love comedy but i'm not in it for like superstar russell peters kind of uh uh, uh level I don't know. That stuff is just gross to me. Like you have to kiss so much ass to <laughs> like, no offense to whoever's going to watch this, but like Russell you Peters. have to kiss so much ass to advance even like the most insignificant amount that, and for me anyways, it just makes me feel bad about myself. So like, I just want to chill on it and I don't want to like denounce anybody or like tell anyone this, you know, I don't want to be like burned bridges, but yeah, I just want to fucking slow it down a little bit. Like I started, it's like fun to make a room full of people laugh. That's why I want to do it. So yeah. I got to remember that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do you find uh, you've dullened your, uh, the feeling it, it feels when you make uh, people laugh in real life as compared to like a whole room? No, I just like making people laugh, to be That's honest. Like, right it's just fun to me to do. Hey, do you guys want to, what's your... Uh... First. Even though I didn't do it, I got so serious in that last half of the <laughs> talking about how much I love making people laugh, not doing it at all. I just think it's funny how Kyle has all this this idea. He's like, yeah, people laugh, but like sometimes better people laugh, and that that's more valuable. <laughs> more people, more people, more people. Don't, I, I, I think I believe what nothing I'm trying is to say is I don't believe in value. I think that's a value judgment. What you just said, and yeah. I don't. I don't think anything's even real. <laughs> Safe. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to stop overthinking. I'd like to actually, as a matter of fact, start underthinking. I think that would be very good for my psyche. <laughs> uh, 
I like this new dangerous uh, Brad. Kind of anti-hero, uh, uh, whatever it is. Do you guys? Uh, what's your favorite um, silly celebrity? I know we, we haven't had like a whole bunch with the COVID thing, but uh, I'm sure I see you have one. But can I? Can I? Uh, can I tell you mine? Yeah. Okay. Mine would be you know I love Johnny Depp because he has like a he has all, just his fashion sense is crazy. Um, do you hear my impression of Johnny Depp? Yeah, I would love to hear your impression of okay. Johnny Depp. Why yeah. wear hats when you can wear... Ah, fuck! <laughs> okay, I'll do it again. Forget I said anything. Okay, ready? Why wear a hat when you can wear hats? Ah, it's not funny now. <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> I fucked it up. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Someone's going to have to explain that joke to me later, but okay. I liked it. I yeah. thought it was good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, why do we wear a hat when you can wear hats ah whatever fuck it <laughs> I've is been, he uh, known for wearing multiple hats is that yeah, his accessories you know it's like and he's saying as like a non he's like a like a, never mind brad who's your favorite uh uh crazy comedian <laughs> oh is it are we talking comedian or, or celebrity? A celebrity yeah okay well i i'll tell you this i've been getting really big into uh the pandemic tiktok house drama you guys been getting into that no it's not on my no feed. but i i've heard of these tiktok houses all right so let me tell you the most insane <coughs> sorry let me tell you the most insane shit that i've ever done in my life is there's this app called snapchat we familiar yep yeah okay snapchat has like a news section where it's like <laughs> Imagine if the writer of a tabloid had been like tortured for a couple days, like lost their mind. You know what I mean? It's like, it's worse than any type of article you could, it's the worst articles you can find. And it's all about TikTok stars and them being mean to each other. And so what I like to do is read like a 15 minute long article where the gist of it is just like somebody cheated on somebody else and then you like i never learned their names or anything i just like kind of relish in finding out that people my age that are more famous than me are like going through stuff hmm. is that relatable to you guys yeah. yeah and i also i really like um just every tiktok house has been like they just throw a huge party and then get in trouble for breaking COVID rules and then just like be like, oh, we're so sorry. We, we didn't know. And then they do it again immediately, which I think is also really funny. Yeah. Gen, Z, Gen Z, baby, we're bringing this world home. That's mm -hmm. what I say. <laughs> End of the line, Gen Z. Yeah. The grand finale. Yeah. Because it's because they... Yeah. That, that'd be nice. That'd be nice to end on a Z. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when your total at a grocery store works out to a five or a zero, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's just a, that's insane. It's just satisfying. Yeah. You never want to buy groceries again because you the last time you went, it only cost you five, uh, $50.50. Yeah, that just yeah, feels dude, right to me, a... you know? Watching my generation <laughs> burn the world down and film it on TikTok also just feels right to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah the the end of the world the apocalypse will be filmed and it'll be uh, it'll be aired on TikTok. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it'll be live streamed by Charlie D'Amelio. I know who that is. 
Yeah, I wouldn't expect I you to, believe... man. You got to get on the Snapchat news section. <laughs> yeah, I believe so far... they're really good at makeup. Well, my favorite part about it is like I don't have TikTok, so like I I just like don't really know who these people are. I got no investment in their lives. I just like to read secondhand that bad stuff's happening to them. Yeah, that does you know who I saw on TikTok recently, and this was a wild trip for me because I used to watch him on YouTube in like uh, like right when I graduated high school and like as I, I was getting into college. Yeah, absolutely. Was it the so hey, it's big Brad YouTube's. guy? No. Was it Smosh? No, but... <laughs> I like to picture you as an adult watching child YouTube. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but let me know who who was it. Okay, so I used to watch this guy, and he had all these dumb videos. It was called Equals 3. It's the Ray William Johnson guy. Oh, yeah. I know about him. He used to be huge on YouTube, and uh, because what he would do is he would just take three, like really short viral videos and like kind of make fun of them mm. but more more like just like show you it was like tosh point out yeah mm. someone someone had a thought there and it was like it's exactly like tosh point oh um but yeah i just saw him on tiktok and i was like hey he's still alive like excellent yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah. yeah it must be like it's funny because like I can't understand TikTok, but for people whose job was YouTube, like that must be the dream, you know. Instead of having to do ten minutes so you can put ads on it, you only got to do like what is it, like ten seconds or whatever. Yeah, it's diluting yeah. people's minds. You though. can get. Yeah, I mean, all our minds get, have like... been fucked since Facebook came out. Like, I don't even buy that argument. Actually, like, Facebook. We're all yeah. Thought is dead. Like we don't have thoughts anymore. You know. Yeah. It's it's measurable. We just have reactions just have to things we see. Yeah. No, we literally only like at least me, like I only really think about stuff I see online. Like I feel like that's what it is now. Yeah. Yeah, is that uh is that ner unnerving to you to uh feel like there's no central Yeah, but it's like what am I going to do? There's a thousand websites and one of me and I'm the only one who's not addicted to the websites. <laughs> like you can't do anything just fucking let it ride, baby. Gen Z is the last one. That's what I say. If there's anything to uh, to avoid, I think it's Twitter. Because like, I think I heard this really cool idea about why Twitter might be so like inflammatory. And it's the, the medium itself is the problem. Because what it's like, uh, it's like running. These are kind of like large scale psychological tests that we had no idea what was going to happen. And Twitter is interesting because we don't know, know exactly what happens if you condense people's ability to communicate down to i think it was 240 characters what effect that has yeah maybe it just um allows for people to only express themselves in sh like short angry bursts yeah well i don't know you know what's funny to me is that like nobody like thinks about that like everybody is just like everyone just made the internet and social media like a huge part of their lives without thinking about who the fuck owns any of it and why they would want you always on it all the time and now the whole world is just trapped it's yeah. so funny man if, if you think about it in the context of pranks played on the world by <laughs> evil scientists it's a lot fucking like it's a lot less stressful than trying to yeah. think about yeah it's a lot less stressful than trying to think about like how to fix it like because we can't yeah no we the newest iteration is coming out have you heard of it yeah. i think about for the first time a little bit ahead of the curve on this the newest uh social media thing that actually is taking off do you want it's called uh clubhouse yeah fuck you brad 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, clubhouse. Never play that game with me, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, is is clubhouse? You know, you know the shtick of it, right? Uh, yeah. Maybe you could explain it from your because I got a different view of what it might be. I think it's accurate, though. Well, I think it's just chat rooms, but you use your voice. Like, it, to me, it seems like it's the same as like what people would do on dial-up, except we're all talking now instead of uh, typing. Yeah. I've heard it described as the intermediary between uh, Twitter and live podcasting. So it's like everyone's listening. Oh, something we all fucking really needed. Well, it's a, you know <laughs> I mean? like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a constraint. It's a constraint. And it's uh, it's not it's not good. I think like the more you constrain communication, uh, it produces like weird, weird effects. Like, for instance, like your people are getting like booted from the, the, the clubhouse if they don't have like the right political views. And that's creating like this live echo chamber where there's all these angry people yeah. from one side and now they're all just like we're only talking with our own and we kick out anyone who has a dissenting opinion it's like island i think it's really honestly like i think it's unavoidable to go on social media but i think it's like really important for at least my mental health to stay away from fucking takes and like opinions and because I just don't trust anyone on there to teach me anything because chances are you're all as dumb as me because we're all on here right now wasting our lives. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I think I you got, yeah. I think you got to run from takes like they're the plague. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I don't trust anyone with their fucking little fingers making fucking ways we should live our lives. You know, either on either yeah. side of it. The thing that I think I, you just try I, to be I'm nice and up. stay away. Yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down. The thing that's really starting to get to me now is all of those, um, uh, I don't know, all those people with the hot takes and sort of like the zany camera tricks, like it'll zoom into their face when they're trying to make a point or it like it shakes when they're angry or some shit yeah. like that. They're just yeah. trying to, they're trying to manipulate you into agreeing with their point. I just don't like I've, it. I've like never wanted to do violence like i'm not a violent guy but then as soon as someone is like like explaining their take to me like i'm a child that they found on the street like which is the way yeah. people explain takes now it just makes me so mad like i just want to rob people like i just want to like yeah anyway, i shouldn't say that on here yeah. that's a joke no no they do they do they i they love how brad explain... is as he's saying this this take he's like looking like the messiah writer <laughs> from like <laughs> he's gonna save us he's being abducted actually <laughs> this is actually the world's slowest abduction <laughs> he's figured it yeah. out we gotta take him yeah that's fucked anyway. yeah brad's just gonna phase out of existence okay. in like a couple minutes here. okay i think that might the be sun, the, the time the to, sun's getting me i think that might be the okay, time to go. call it too just because we're approaching an hour and 30 minutes do we have any la <laughs> last stakes <laughs> uh stay away from takes baby yeah yeah. Just try to uh, be nice. Like the only moral take the story, is that you should just be nice. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Moral of the story: Have patience. Stay away from takes. Uh, hot crowds are the best crowds. Yeah. Hot crowds are the scariest crowds. You need a mix. Yeah, baby. <laughs> why? Why wear a hat when you? Okay. Uh, how do you want to end this podcast? Uh, give me your most. Give me your t give me your most um, out out there take. Okay, uh, mm. I like Johnny Depp. I think he's cool, and uh, he has a lot to say. I think that was a cowardly take. 
I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> possibly. <laughs> um. Sure. Uh. Okay, Kevin, you go first. <laughs> I could. I could do one. Um. I think people that own dogs are. Uh, they're they're really they're really needy and they they need their love to be reciprocated and that's why they like dogs so much is because dogs automatically love you and that's the only reason why anyone would ever get a dog is that they need their love to be reciprocated sick brad my take is that the 2008 financial crisis was good and that we should all do it again with gamestop stock <laughs> yeah that's a. Uh... So you want GameStop stock to go down again? Yeah, I want everyone to put all their money in it and then lose all their money like they did with buying houses because I think that uh, yeah. I think the common man needs to be kept in check by the by the rich guys and that's my smartest take. Okay. Here's my take. Yeah, let's crash the stock market. Nice. You just want chaos. But Here's my take. <laughs> yeah, just, Here's my take. I don't I even believe war. it, but I don't think smoking gives uh, natives ca uh, lung cancer. It's just it, I have no science to back this. It's just a weird, stupid like out in the plains. Big respect, kind of baby. <laughs> hey, you, you make it take racial. No one can argue with you. All of a sudden, uh -huh. that's what I like about <laughs> yeah. takes. That's that's my big plan. I'll be the hail hail mary for uh, um, the. Uh, uh... No, you're right. <laughs> Okay. Cool. Have a good. Uh, yeah. You're no, gonna... I fully believe mine. I would like to say that. Yeah. I wasn't joking. Okay. Yeah. Can you let that light shine on you again? That was really cool. Holy fuck. <laughs> okay. Cool. That's that's a thumbnail. Okay. Have a good. Uh, see you later, Brad. Thanks for doing the fun. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Yeah.